Welcome to Time Play 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louie. And my name is Lockie, and this week we played three hours of Metamorphosis. Um, but first, here's 15 minutes about literally everything else. It's good. It's a good 15 minutes, though. Don't you worry. Trust him. Trust me. Lucky. With that. Hello. Hello. Gosh, I feel a lot of practice. <laughs> I know, so do I. Day late and I feel out of practice. Uh, is it a Tuesday? I've honestly lost all track of that. Yeah, I think it's Tuesday. It, I think it, it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. My watch is telling me it's Tuesday. Right. You might have picked up that on the microphone. I did hear a little blip, 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 blip. That's my watch telling me. Blip, blip. Telling me a lot of things. One you of have to press a button to find out what day it is? No, it was on the stopwatch setting. Oh. Um, which doesn't have the date, so I turned it back to normal setting. What were you uh, stopwatching? That's the question. Food. Oh, wow. That sounds handy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very handy. Watches. Who knew? I, I love this watch. It's a game changer. People who wear fat, chunky watches. Hello, Nicola. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Get something practical on your wrist, right? Come on, guys. That tells you the day, tells you the time. And um, can, you know. Has a stopwatch. Time your pasta. And can also go in the shower. T- time your Tesco's pizza. Yes. Tick, yeah. tick, tick. Sainsbury's here. Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's just around the corner. Oh, um, that's nice. We are a day late. I can't believe it's only a day. I know. It feels like we've missed three weeks. <laughs> when did you play this game? Um, I played this game last year. Okay. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I played an hour of it uh, today. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I played it. Wednesday and Thursday, two hours on Wednesday, one hour on Thursday. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, normally we I play it a day before, two days before. So it's whew, definitely little... feels like last week's game. Yeah, it's a little loosey goosey, but we'll we'll jot it. We'll we'll get it going. Yes, I found my notes. That's all you need. That's why you take mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we're a day late. We both, um, I guess, had. Um, I guess we both had life-changing weeks. I would say so. Both um, both of our lives have changed. Um, and so we thought, let's do the podcast a little late. Um, yes. Busy weekends for both of us. Um, I mean, I we have to tell people. You can't just leave <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially considering it's neither of which, I mean, I, I assume it particularly like, secretive or oh well i i you're the only one that knows mine how many people do know yours um i mean most people that i talk to uh on a at least bi-weekly basis Mm. anyone beyond that probably doesn't know sure sure yeah anyway (laughs) anyway (laughs) uh i moved house i'm in a different house yeah I moved. I moved over the weekend. It was busy. Trips to IKEA and stuff. You know. What was the best thing you up. got from IKEA? 
Uh, this desk. I bought a new desk. Fuck me. It's a bad boy. It's um, <laughs> it's huge. Hello. Good. And uh, it's well. Got you say a... it was huge. Your last desk was a dining table. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was an IKEA dining table. Yeah. So um, you have traded down. I have technically traded down. This thing is about the same as the IKEA dining table. If you don't do the additional fold-out flaps. Yeah. Uh, I check and tell you exactly how big. It's uh, 160 by 80. Woo! Um, I think I've got but... a 70. I've got a 70, which is a good amount of space. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right, so here's, a, here's this story. Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I went, we were in Ikea, uh, saw this desk. I fell in love with it. Uh, and I'll tell you why. It's because it has a handle. Like the GameCube. Not like the GameCube. Uh, it basically has a... This is a video game podcast after all. It's like a... It's like a, a well, this is, this is a desk that I game on. It's... Okay, yeah. It's, that's it's relevant. With that. It's relevant <laughs> enough. Um, it's got a handle, right, that you crank, and it lifts the desk up or down. Oh, it's like a standing desk. It can be a standing desk, except you have to vigorously turn this handle <laughs> so for like a little workout. 30 seconds a minute <laughs> to... To get it between sitting Watch and Watch as your but... monitor's, like, vibrantly... <laughs> yeah, literally. But it's so cool. I'll, have to, I'll take a video and send it to you. Um, and I was like, I can't get this thing. It's too stupid uh, and a bit too big. So I was like, I'll get this similar one that's a bit smaller. Um, even though I was like, maybe I should just get the one that's crazy. Cool one. Um, and I went to go get the other one, and it was sold out. And I was like, okay. God bless Ikea. <laughs> Absolutely. The fates have, uh, you know, pointed me in the direction that they want me to go. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was my favorite thing I bought from Ikea. I think that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, big margin, too. Um, I got a dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I'm with dog now, um, and uh, yep, has been very, very tiring and and nice and good and exciting and weird and um, stressful and all the feelings um, that people told me it would be and more. Um, she's Dude. called Business, um, and she's a little Shiba Inu, um, and she's currently running around in circles, <laughs> just one room away from me. And that's, Very sweet. Yeah, that's the whole deal. The official dog of 3HR. The 3HR dog. Business. Biz. Lil Biz. Lil Biz. Lil Busy. Lil Busy, the official pup of uh, our gaming podcast. Yeah, let's not, let's not be one of those, though. No. <laughs> no. There's a, what is it with like, YouTubers and like weird animals? That whole thing. Uh... Of like sidekick animals. That was like earlier YouTubers. Like, here's me, and then here's like a. It's I honestly think cat with laser eyes or something. I don't know. Just good for views. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know. Yeah. It's just, and I, I personally am willing to whore out business for. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm not. Grace has already I, set up an Instagram for business. Of course, of course, she has. She says it's because it it gets the business content off her her main account, which people might not want. But really, it's I, because I, she wants those brand deals. 
I think that's. I mean, a lot of people do do pet Instagrams. Yeah. Um. But no, I can't wait to meet her. Congratulations, dude. Thank you. Congra- congratulations. She has um, the best yawns. Oh, she's very cute. Oh my god, those yawns, dude. She's very, very cute. I a can't killer. wait to see the yawn. A killer. Does it make you yawn? Is it like a human yawn? It's. Or does it's, it make you laugh? <laughs> it's a laugh. It's so good. She'll like wake up all sleepy, and then um, she, I'm not going to do the noise, but um, it's like a little mini howl, and it's excellent. That's cute. I would love to hear the noise because I can't really picture it. Uh, okay, it's like um, <laughs> it varies. So sometimes it's a little longer, and sometimes there's no sound at all. But because it, it's a yawn, and she's not really doing it on purpose. Um, but it, she'll open her mouth. Inc- she like she's obviously a small animal. She's a puppy. She's about eleven weeks old, and um, uh, but her she's also a dog. So her mouth can <laughs> just be humongous. It's very stressful when she really opens up. <laughs> um. I think she's gonna <laughs> snap off. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like she's unhinging her jaw. Um, anyway, so she'll do that, but then just outside the sort of center of the mouth comes a little. And that's about it. And it's very I, good. I didn't. I didn't hear a thing. What? Hopefully the mic picked it up. I. I oh, I heard that one. I think maybe it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's a little siren going off. <laughs> I think it fell out of the Discord range. <laughs> well, that sounds very cute. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, uh, God, I feel like I have so much, so many more things I want to talk about before we talk about this week's game. Um, sure. But we are ten minutes in. Let me just quickly touch on the fact that I installed uh, today a forty-meter Ethernet cable yeah. from the downstairs lounge. All the way up to my back bedroom. Yes. Yeah, so, so tell me about this because I've 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 um, also had to do similar. I think the longest Ethernet cable I've ever purchased is a measly thirty meters. Mm. Um, I I could have done with thirty to be honest. Um, yeah. I've got about ten <laughs> ten meters rolled up. <laughs> oh, may actually no, but yeah, no. I think it was thirty, but it was. Um, I when I was living when I was living with my mom, when I, when, uh, when I was at home and, um, uh, we had like pretty bad internet and, uh, we had a loft conversion. That was where my bedroom was. And, um, so far and yeah, it's, it's three, three floors up and the router was the furthest away possible. Um, so no wifi was getting up there. Like, um, uh, and so every once in a while I would just like bring out this, fuck off cable just to download a ps3 game slightly faster and i just like ring it around the whole house going up these spirally stairs drive my mom crazy i love that i've I've been pretty fortunate this time in that there is a natural fantastic route Mm. for it to go um where honestly like it doesn't cross any boundaries uh and the only place it crosses the floor is at the bottom of a step, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and across the front of my door, but it's taped down and covered with a mat. Perfect. Um, honestly, oh, dude, it looks good. It's really, really well done. Uh, I also want to just talk about on the fact that <laughs> this is something that I found quite funny today. Um, me and one of my new uh, housemates, um, yeah, he wanted to get a new light. 
like uh, a bulb? Because, or yeah, a like a bulb, because it was his was a bit shit. Mm. Uh, and mine was fine, but it wasn't very bright at all. Uh, so we went to home base. <laughs> we picked out these bulbs, right? Mm-hmm. 1,500 lumens. <laughs> okay, I have no idea if that's good, but I'm imagining I, I, it's brutal. I think the ones we had before were like 100, <laughs> 200. <laughs> These things are like the sun. Are it's they, wicked. The, when I bought my first... It's wicked. <laughs> when I bought my first bulb, um, I... Um, I didn't really know that there was a difference between like white light bulbs and yellow light bulbs. I didn't know that was mm. a choice you could make. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I need this type of bulb. And the guy was like, yeah, here's one. And I took it home and like, it was a white bulb and, uh, oh, it's horrible. I was like, you God, this, really? this is just, it's like being in a hospital or something. Mm. Very um, harsh lights. It's so harsh and it makes everything look so, um, yeah, just bland and saturated and nasty um did you stick with it no my i my flatmate saw it and he apparently also didn't know this was a thing and he was like this this man was like 35 and he (laughs) he was he was he was like oh that's great great so he took it off and put it in his mental yeah he was (laughs) that guy was mental god bless him uh i swear he just had the worst taste in everything (laughs) He seemed like a nice guy. He was he a very nice worst, guy, but he had the worst um, taste. He's one of those people that um, I don't know. Never, never chose to never like develop a taste in something, or doesn't really care. I don't know what that is. Um, well, I, he had a taste. It was just did he? I don't. In my opinion, bad. bad. <laughs> I guess I mean, it was just, a taste. That's just one guy's opinion, though. You know. Yeah, I guess it was a taste. Hey, Louis, have you played this zombie game? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely guy. <laughs> Lovely guy. Lovely guy. Very That's good. That's just like one of the game. memories I have. Yeah, he loved zombie games. Um, which is, of course, is fine. funny. We love zombie games, apparently. You, we I don't think he's ever played games. Dead Rising. But the, the thing about him was that like, he liked zombie games. He wasn't a huge gamer, but he like had an Xbox and would play anything that looked vaguely zombie-related. Um, but the thing about him was that... like. It wasn't, I don't know, like when you have that like taste of something where it's like, I like this genre thing, so I will just kind of indiscriminately play any of it, even though some of it is absolute trash. Like I remember him playing like some, he bought it for like two quid and he played it for hours and like great for him of just this like, you're a top down car with a gun shooting zombies. And, and it's just like, the, there's so many other great zombie games out there. What do you do? <laughs> I know. Um, but that's what he liked, and that's how he decompressed, so fair enough. Fair, fair play. Um, final thing. Uh, also, <laughs> literally, like, this week. So I, the new place I'm in is around the corner from a retail park, which is wicked, because, you know, my old house was as well. You love a retail so park. Um, I love a retail park. Uh, there's a sports direct there. Mm-hmm. And literally this week, I think, you know what's opened up in the upstairs of base of this uh, sports direct? A belong. <laughs> kind of. Um, a game. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. <laughs> Which is weird that Wait, they're opening what? up games. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, opened the game in twenty twenty one. Especially in the upstairs of a sports direct. Uh yeah. but I love Are it. they owned <laughs> by a sports direct or something now? That's very strange. Oh. 
Were they? I don't I know. I think they were. Idea. I think they were, they were bought, bought out? out. I think they were bought out by the people who owned Sports Direct. Brutal. Oh, I think I remember that, dude. I don't remember that at of all. Of course. Because I think there was a thing with Belong. Because mm. it's a kind of potentially a sport-related thing now. Game Continue Sports sport. Direct. We did talk about just... video games on this show. Um, it's just been a bit of a week, so I, I think probably taken a while. But we'll get to Metamorphosis. Yeah, this week's game is called Metamorphosis. Should we just do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's move on from game and okay. sports direct. Um, um, uh, yeah, I, I got you to play um, three hours of Metamorphosis, which is a indie game made by a small team called did you write their name down Mm -mm. they're like ovid something ovid games something like that yep ovid works um ovid works they yeah so they made this game called metamorphosis which is uh i guess well it is based on franz kafka's the metamorphosis but it's also based on franz kafka's uh, the trial um, mm. so it's like a mashup of two of um, Kafka's works um, which is interesting um, I played it like yeah sometime last year when it came out uh, I was I just wanted to play as a bug with little ticky legs um, and also I do like I well I was um, I was thinking about why I'm drawn to because you mentioned last week that I, it might be Animal Farm, because I talked to Gaming in the Wild about the Animal Farm game adaptation. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and I was thinking about why those two things, I played them both last year and I both enjoyed them and why that is. And I think there's something about these books that I studied at school at the same time that I was playing a lot of games and obviously didn't take a huge interest in the books, but did definitely connect in some small way to both of those books mm. i don't want you know like you you get put through a lot of books at school but for some reason those two stand out oh uh, those two more than others yeah i would say so like especially metamorphosis i i i well, um you guys acted that and i feel like you're always going to be close to um, i don't yeah i don't even remember really what drama. we did um with it i i actually kind of so i don't remember what you actually did with it but i do remember you guys talking about it like mm. at lunch times mm. and blah 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 we're doing metamorphosis blah 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 um yeah and i i, I so i i and it's something that was strange about like now game developers are making games out of these things and it's so interesting to see how someone might make a video game adaptation of one of these things and i think the animal farm is really interesting the animal farm is one quite interesting but it's kind of more straightforward whereas this metamorphosis one is well first off it's two books mashed up into one which is just a weird idea anyway um and yeah it's just kind of a weird cool game that i enjoyed playing for a few hours last year um it definitely wasn't what i expected it to be what did you think it was gonna be something more like the animal farm that you described on uh Mm. the gaming in the wild podcast something Um, something like a sort of illustrated simplified yeah it's also worth mentioning that so my full knowledge of the plot of metamorphosis was you guys being what like 
13, 14 year olds saying, oh, we're doing a play about a human that turns into a bug. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, had always just imagined it to be the slow transformation of human to bug, um, which this game's not at all. You're a bug, <laughs> like, after four minutes. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I barely remember the, uh, the novel. It's not very long. Um, but I'm pretty sure the trans- transformation itself is like an overnight thing, and it's and it's um, and then the rest of it is just a horrible time of his family slowly falling out of love with him, and then uh, he dies. <laughs> That's that whole book. So it's <laughs> okay. so like, um, um, he dies. Uh, yeah, and this is yeah, and this is not that. Um, it's a it it's. Okay, so what is it, Lucky? What is it? It's a trial. This game uh, chucks you into... Well, first of all, it's a first-person game, believe it or not. Not what I was expecting. Mm. Um, And uh, you are a human. And you very quickly uh, become transformed into an insect. You know, the six legs, the uh, hard shell, all of that. Um, (laughs) That is indeed a bug. That's a bug. And it remains in first person. Uh, and it basically becomes a trial of you trying to become human whilst simultaneously helping a friend who is going through some sort of investigation from the law. But yes. it's all very sort of mysterious and weird and surreal. Yes. Um, so you're sort of balancing helping your friend with getting yourself back to a human and you quickly find out at the start of the game that to do that you have to go to a place called the tower um or the towers the tower i, think. I can't remember yeah i think it's actually just called tower i don't think it's even yeah the tower. that's it's it tower. that's it yeah you have to go to tower um because in tower you'll probably find the answers you're looking for so you're sort of making your way towards this tower whilst doing other bits and pieces uh sort of flitting between a reality and a sort of surreal buggy universe yeah so like the for me the thing that's most fun about the gameplay is getting to be a bug be a bug you're getting (laughs) getting the getting to see the developers play with scale which is always a thing that's fun in games i always love to see it you don't see it enough in my opinion um being a very tiny thing and seeing 3d models that are massive and highly detailed is um is very pleasurable to me um uh it's like i I don't know about you but i i spend a lot of my time (laughs) when i play games like walking really close to objects and seeing how they're made and um uh this basically forces you to do that because you're tiny so um all the holes are actually holes and not just painted on. And that's like, um, that's always fun. And it's, it's kind of the gameplay itself is, is mostly first person puzzle platformer. Um, so you're very low to the ground. Um, you have one of the coolest things I think about this game is your legs. It's like an immersive sim that like you can see your legs. Um, and uh, they're sort of, they have like nice like sound design. They're like tick along the ground. Um, and they have like, um you like see them like when you like turn around or like 
yeah, you sort of uh, strafe or whatever, like the legs like cross over like they actually would. Like it's all, it's really nicely animated, that stuff. Um, and they all like connect with the ground really nicely. Um, and you're kind of climbing over like objects, you know, books and things and trying to, um, as you say, trying to sort of, it's interesting because like the, the combination of these two books, The Trial and The Metamorphosis, um, it feels like the trial is actually like the narrative part of it. So the trial is the thing that's happening to your friend, Joseph, who's the, I think must be the lead from the trial. Um, so you basically turn into a bug and then you end up in Joseph's room looking for him because you're like, dude, I'm a bug. But when you get there, he is being um, sort of investigated yeah, abused a creep by in his room. these creepy men that are being very vague and they're telling him he's arrested and they're not telling him why. Um, and, um, and so you, so then you're trying to sort of, you start to try and help Joseph whilst also trying to uh, find out if you can become human again. Um, and I think it's, I think there's something kind of neat about like, um, because I, I don't think you probably could make a good game out of Metamorphosis alone <laughs> because you turn into a bug, everyone hates you and then you die. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I mean, maybe you could, I'm sure someone smarter than me could, but like, like that sounds like a tricky thing to do, but like to have this more plot driven thing going on in the background yeah. is a smart idea. Bit of mystery, bit of narrative. Um, it does in a lot of ways feel like they wanted to make a game where they were a bug. And that was the main <laughs> motivator, mo main motivator um, yeah. behind making this game. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's a weird one. Um, it's worth noting that this whole game's really surreal and uh, just bizarre. Like the backing tracks are weird and the speech is the most uncomfortable thing to listen to um, <laughs> just about ever. It's, it's the people talk and it's like, why are you arresting me? Well, that's not important. I think that... You should look over there and sit down. Yep. But that doesn't seem right. It's like... That's a very good impression. Having just played this a couple <laughs> hours ago, that's a very bang on of how they talk to each other. Yeah. It's... And I don't know I don't know if that's just bad voice acting, if that's... Um, it's, it can't be. Or a stylistic I... choice or what. But it kind of works. It It's way too, way too off to be bad voice acting. Yeah, it sounds like it's been like cut in half in speed. Like it's really like slow. Um, the other thing that made me think that it sounds so slow is these characters, these humans, as, as you're wandering around as a bug, are having these conversations, these kind of meandering, almost re like very repetitive conversations of... Which do loop as which, well. Yeah, but and they also... also at different points in time, which is weird. Yeah. So, I mean, I was listening to this long conversation and then like an hour, well, maybe half an hour later in the game, I returned back in the room and the conversation just looped yeah anyway yeah so it's, it's and i wonder if that's also why they talk slower is because maybe there's not enough dialogue to fill the time um mm. but um yeah it all adds to that like kafka surrealism like what the fuck is this like stuff yeah going on? for sure it, it didn't feel out of place at all um but it was uncomfortable to listen to i think especially there were a couple of times when uh i would sort of get a little lost mm. or so I remember one moment in particular, you're on this desk um, and the scale of things 
is, as you'd imagine, a small bug on a big desk full of crap would be. And you're looking for a single thing on this desk, and they don't really tell you where it is. Um, and I just probably spent about ten minutes running around this desk in circles, continuously missing the one thing that I was meant to see. Um, and just the voices were <laughs> just like, driving me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shut up. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting as well because the voices aren't happening as a sort of cut scene. It's happening as just a scene playing out that you happen to be within the vicinity of. Um, so yeah, it's no kind of like in... you're inside a play at times is how it feels. Yeah. It's like you're wandering around and a stage play is just kind of happening with some weird actors. It, it's <laughs> very it's very theatrical. Yeah. Um, going into it, I felt like I was about to watch some whack theatre. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've all been to those shows, um, like experimental stuff, uh, especially, you know, doing drama and whatnot at school. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's normally pretty fun. Yeah. But it definitely has a vibe. And going into this game, I was like, this is exactly, exactly how it feels. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. But interestingly as well with the speech, like, you're in the play, but at the same time, you're not held to that scene. You know, you can crawl off stage into the next zone at any time. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of like... I often found myself watching the narrative play out because it's cool being a tiny bug and seeing these two huge humans just chat it out and, like, have plot revealed. And then after I just stand there and watch and listen, I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I should move. And, mm. you know. <laughs> I See, I got the sense from the dialogue and just, like, the, the, the humans look really freaking gnarly that, like, <laughs> um, intentional or not, they look, like grotesque um and they're animated you know they're not it's pretty stiff animation i would say like it's it's theatrical in a way um and it's it's very over the top and and stiff um and i got the sense that because the dialogue was so meandering and the things they were talking about were just going around in circles which is the intent of the trial i'm assuming um Mm. that i didn't really need to like it wasn't like some like audio log that I need to sit there and listen to. Like I could just hear it in the background while I was getting on with my bug business. Um, uh, which I thought really added to it of like this mm. stuff is happening while I'm also doing my stuff. Um, I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, it, it is very cool. Um, and I think as time went on, I definitely sort of fell into that yeah. pattern as well of, all right, I'm, I'm not going to stand here and watch this all. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. progress through this game. Yeah, how far did you get? Three hours. <laughs> about how about how like do you know about where you went? Because I think it's it's probably only three or so hours long. So I'm just curious where you got to. Uh, yes, I made it into tower. Yeah, it's only about three hours. Yeah, it's the you, the, end, the ending's me. quite abrupt. Really? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Um, I found the artist. Tortorelli? What was his name? I don't remember. Something like that. There was a... Uh, I'd basically just made it into Towers. Mm-hmm. Tower. Okay. Yeah, so that's... Was I, I think. I, I think. I think so, yeah. I think you're very yeah. close. Yeah, I must I must have been. Um, Did you do the bit with the paper where you had to sign it? Yes. 
Yeah. So you, were, I think you were literally like five minutes, ten minutes off the end. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. It's not a very satisfying oh, ending. I, I think there's believe there's that. two endings. I wish I had known. Honestly, I wish I had known. Yeah, there's. I think there's two endings depending on what you do with that piece of paper, um, uh, or something. Hmm. hmm. Well, I might actually finish it in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I, I really must have been close. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Yeah, and as the game goes on, you sort of meet more bugs and can talk to all the bugs one of the most kind of interesting things it does is takes that weird speech that you know and then sort of as time goes on your speech goes from sort of human speech to bug speech well that happens like really fast that happens that so like yeah you start as a human um you wake up um in your bed you're staying in joseph's house and you're like oh i feel a bit weird and then you see a note from the tower or tower that says there's a key in the drawer. Use it to get out. We'll see you soon or something like that. And then you open the door and then you're in a weird hallway. And then you kind of like PT loop through the hallway once or twice. Eventually you are getting lower to the ground. Everything's getting bigger. And then around Bang. that time, your voice goes from the sort of slightly drunk sounding man to um, it's really like quite unpleasant um i don't even know like the transition because he's like talking to himself like what's going on it's horrible it's um, again pretty unsettling and his like transition from a regular sounding human to a bug and just not regular. being able to say the words he wants to say um is quite stressful but mm. i would say it's not it's definitely not um it's definitely not like dark or um Definitely not brooding or like or like. Uh, I don't think it's heavy. I think it feels more. It feels closer to like, um, especially like the music and stuff. It feels closer to like a Tim Burton thing than, um, like a Kafka thing in terms of like oppressive feelings. Um, like the bugs that you meet are kind of like they're all kind of goofy and um. It's all a little, it's all like, yeah, it's definitely true. lighter than I think the book was in my memory, at least. The Tim Burton stuff's like a pretty good description if you like way of imagining it all. Yeah. I think. I always feel bad when I say something's Tim Burton-esque because I just feel, I something about Tim Burton, it's like, you, you're not the one that did this, <laughs> but it's the one everyone refers to as the one that did that stuff. Sure, but they did a lot. I mean, yeah. also, also, what are we going to like take his super niche influences and be like which no, reminds me you're of right <laughs> and then all the audience are going to be like who <laughs> tim burton's a good one tim burton's a good one it's still niche enough you know i mean like tim burton's not niche he's niche enough dude i reckon you ask 100 people family fortune style tim burton's got to be top 10 most uh, famous director mm, in the top 10 Still though, but like, how many people know directors? Some. Well, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I I think, I think, sixty percent of people know who Tim Burton is. That's really high. In like, sixty <laughs> yeah, percent a lot. That's niche enough. That's not niche. You know, it's <laughs> it's niche enough. I'm trying to think. How what's many, his, what's okay, his most how famous How many people movie? have seen? Um, like, not like. 
Like obviously Easy. he's got co- like big cool nine. hits, but what's his? Yeah, nine. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen nine. <laughs> no, neither have I. Oh. Um, but I do remember wanting to see nine. What is his? Is it Nightmare Before Christmas or is that? It it is. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, well, he did the live action one. What was it? He did. He's done the Batman movies. Maybe they're the most famous. Mm, yeah, but they but I don't think they're the most famous Tim Burton movies. They might be the most well known movies. Oh, Edward Scissorhands as well. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands, I would say, and Nightmare. Ed Ed Sizz. What has he done recently? Last thing I saw he did was. Did you ever see Big Eyes? Mm mm. Yeah. Oh, fine. Beetlejuice. Too. Oh yeah, I've never seen Beetlejuice. No, me neither. Wait, did he do Beetlejuice 1 or 2? Oh, 2's not out yet. It's been announced. Can't wait. Uh, maybe he didn't do... Oh, no, he did. <laughs> yeah, no, he directed. Beetlejuice he... is a bigger thing in the States, I feel like, than in the UK. Mm, yeah. I mean, I personally haven't really been very clued into any of his stuff other than uh, his animated stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like nine. Made in 2009. <laughs> oh. And my favorite number, so. Nine is, that's the one that kind of looks like a messed up sack boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's a pretty little big planet. Little big planet. Yeah. We should watch that one day. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to know what you're watching for next week? <laughs> is it Coraline? <laughs> it's nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're actually transitioning, which <laughs> clearly we know a lot. We're transitioning to movies now. <laughs> um, anyway, it's, it's Tim Burton-esque. It is Tim Burton-esque, Kafka-esque, um, and um, uh, I'm trying to think of a game it's like. <laughs> Impossible. This This game, I mean... That's a good point, actually, because, like, who is this game for? You know what this game feels like? It feels like something I would have played in Dreams. Yeah, exactly. I really don't know who they made this game for, because it's... They made it for me. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you're, like, (laughs) the most niche of target audiences (laughs) in the world. You know, who is going out there to play some random high-budget well-made first-person play from some random director who maybe 10% of people heard. More people know Kafka than Tim Burton. No, incorrect. More people know Metamorphosis, the Metamorphosis, than Edward Scissorhands. I disagree. More people know the story, that story about that guy that turns into a bug than Edward Scissorhands. Than the guy with the story about the guy with scissor hands? I don't think so. Very similar, I guess. Um, I don't think so. I think so. Um, but who who is this game for, you know? Like, I really can't imagine it sold at all well. And I also can't imagine it was cheap to make or to buy. No, like, it looks good. Like, I think um, art direction-wise, it, it looks, looks great. really nice. Um, yeah, as I said, they do, like, the models especially look really, really nice. Um uh, I can't imagine how hard it is to do, like, just to model a massive chair. That sounds really basic, but, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> just drag the corners, expand. Well, yeah, but then you got to think about the textures, <laughs> Lucky. 
I'm sure. I'm sure you could figure it out. And yeah, they but they'd they have to job. be tie-level text anyway. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know much about that stuff. Um, but they they really did do a good job. Uh, but like, it feels like a high-budget arts game, which mm. is just something you never see. Yeah. Um. There's some stuff you know, that like clues you in that it's a little lower budget. Like the it's got like it has load screens in a way that feels very old fashioned. Like um I don't know what it is that feels like sort of like oh this feels kinda old, but I guess it's just a technical limitation of what they were doing. Um but it's obvious I I, I assume they're a very small company. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I it must be. Um It's a cool game though. Cool game. You know what did annoy me? Like, the biggest thing that annoyed me about this game, by far, uh, is that you are changed into a bug, but they take away all the best things about being a bug from you. you so... You can move really fast. You can move really fast, which is really cool. Um, but there are points in the game where you can climb up walls and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and to do so, you have to walk through honey. Yeah. Come on. Like, I'm an insect. Let me climb up anything. Yeah. Um, but, but you get why they did that, though. Yes and no. I mean, like, just make certain materials. Because they did that anyway. They made it so that certain materials were non-climbable. Um, yeah, but... Just make it so, like, metals are non-climbable. And that, like, keeps the uh, potential platforming problems in and stuff. I guess... I guess, like, but... it's it sucks to walk through honey to be an insect <laughs> with, like, you can literally see your claw feet, and then there'll be, like, a sofa in front of you, and you can't climb up the sofa. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that there's full damage. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I've literally developed this insane hard exoskeleton. Let me fall two feet and not die. Yeah, but that's a different game, though. It is, it is, but like that's a like a significantly less linear video game, which I felt. Not. I felt ripped off that I'd been turned into a bug and couldn't do the things that, like the two benefits, climbing up stuff and falling far, mm-hmm. were taken away from me. Those, those which is are... like the only good things about being <laughs> a bug. Those are the two benefits of being a bug. Confirmed. Yes, that's what I always hear about bugs. Three sixty vision. That's what I love about being would bugs. be pretty cool. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yep. You do get the ability to converse with other bugs. Yeah, that's true. They do give you that. Yeah. Although that speech becomes a bit tiresome after a while. Yeah, it's a lot. It's quite heavy. Yeah, there there are so many bugs in that game as well. As well. There's an alarming amount of bugs. Um, and they all have dialogue. And it gets to the point where you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't need to talk to any of you. Yeah, that's such a sad feeling when that happens in games. When like, mm. um, it actually it actually hasn't happened with. I've I've been playing um, near replicant, and um, that's a game filled with side quests and people wandering around towns and stuff. And like, everyone has like a line or two of dialogue. And actually, I enjoy talking to everyone, but that feeling of like when you're like, I guess I'll just stop talking to people at this point because none of this is actually worth my time. Um, sure that's always a kind of a sad feeling when that happens yeah i mean it's always like afterthought written dialogue yeah it's just like oh there's got to be dialogue here yeah but i mean that doesn't have to be as well like 
Yeah, it's a difficult one to answer. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a cool game. Yeah. It was, I found it quite tough to play, actually, after like an hour. I can imagine it making one a little queasy. Yeah, I had a bit of my... Dude, why the hell like would this game... What's up with games putting on motion blur and uh, POV? No, not POV, FOV. What do you mean? Like field of... Depth of field. Depth oh, of field right, and right, motion yeah. blur. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bang, those two. Well, the depth of field is to make it seem... Depth of field is a good idea to add that sense of scale. To have yeah. that like shallow depth of field, but like... The motion blur. Is it not in that settings? You can just turn motion blur off. Oh, of course, but... <laughs> oh, man. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> settle down. <laughs> I feel like I've just had that experience recently. Same. I just feel like it. it's there to make the game look good, but is a horrible experience. It's there to make the game look good when you're not moving. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And to watch in, like, a trailer. Yeah. But it's um, a horrible experience. Same with... Um, was a game we played recently, Teardown. Yeah. Teardown? Tearaway? No, Tear not down. Tearaway. Yeah. <laughs> Tear. Tear That's a very different game. They recently updated that with a bunch of cool new stuff. Um, Teardown or Tearaway? Teardown. I don't okay. think they're touching Tearaway anymore. Um, yeah, um, Cyberpunk. I mean, if that game doesn't crash anymore, I would Yeah, I, they, there was like some optimization stuff. Cool. Um, they added, I don't know if you, you probably haven't, but there's some like... He's like this crazy smoke particle effect. Um, like, uh, it just like the smoke, like proper like rendered smoke where it like, it bellows and blooms out of like things that you break. It looks very good. Um, oh, cool. My computer's just sweating. Thinking about that, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 is an absolute killer when it comes to like post-process effects. It's got like film grain, motion blur, depth of field. Mm. Um, uh, chromatic aberration it's got like everything and they all need to be turned off immediately I have no idea what like <laughs> some of those things are <laughs> we can go through it one by one if you like <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> off there okay um, yeah I would definitely turn those off well I, I think maybe the reason that it bothers me is because for people who are playing sick. those games who don't think about turning off the settings, who just like assume it's the way it is, mm-hmm. um, you know, I imagine a lot of people, if they're, you know, coming to it from a more casual point, uh, would just imagine, okay, that's just the way this game is, mm. <laughs> and then have to, I don't know. I guess I'm just a bit delicate now when it comes to motion stuff. No, I get that. Like it is, it it is the way it is. You know, in a way, like it's it's the intention. Um, mm. Uh, and it's fair enough if you don't like it. Anyway, um, Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Good 3HR game. Good 3HR game. Good. Yeah. What's uh, next week's 3HR game? Do you want to know? I'd love to. Uh, so it's... Do you want some clues? Do I? <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to. Uh, it... We... Talked about it. Okay, we talked about a game in this franchise recently. Clue two. It's not that game that we talked about, but a different one. <laughs> uh, clue three. It's a first-person shooter on uh, GameCube. 
PlayStation 2? Oh, Time Splitters. Uh-huh. We're going to play Time Splitters 2. Because uh, 3 had the greatest multiplayer of all time. Uh, but I think Time Splitters 2 had better uh, story content. Are this, are they, are and these, I think it's very good. Are they stories that... Is, do I need to know what happened in the first one? No. You don't know, I do don't you? think so. I don't remember. <laughs> I played it. Um, I didn't play one as a kid. I played two and three. Yeah. Uh, I on I honestly don't think it matters though. Okay, well, that sounds fun. I, I've I've n- yeah. I don't nothing about that game, so that's that's a mm. good one. Yeah. Um. Cool. Cool, man. Um. Check in next week. This podcast goes up uh, when we haven't got a dog or moved. Um. Every Monday, but I don't think we'll be doing that again anytime soon. Um. We put it up on all of the places soundcloud is where it goes up originally but then it gets pushed out to itunes and spotify and all the other ones google and etc um you can send us a tweet you can read them as well you can follow the instagram and you can email us at timeplayed 3hr um let's go at gmail.com for the email um I think that's everything. Is there anything else? I feel like I'm missing something. No, thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. Keep it real. Don't sweat. Don't sweat. It's Catch not later. good for you. Bye. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. Conf- confirmed.